are now listening to the Legends Lingo Podcast, presented by CouchGuysSports.com. Here are your hosts, Al. You didn't ask him about I that long? I was getting there, Beetle. Now, what the holy fuck kind of host are you? I mean, you're Beetle, burying the lead. shit, dude. Someone Chris is... trip, please. Powder. Yes, sir. And Maddie D. Uh, and on top of that, now you have a triple effect. You have... The Niners looking for a long-term answer with Jimmy G in-house. Maybe they don't want to spend the money on Jimmy G. Maybe he gets freed up because they go after a guy like Teddy Bridgewater, who now theoretically could be freed up. So there's a lot of dominoes to fall. Enjoy the show. All right, everybody. Welcome back in to the Legends Legal Podcast, episode 164. As always, presented by CouchGuysports.com. Please check out everything on the website, CouchGuysports.com. Check out the daily blogs. Check out the podcast. Check out the YouTube channel. Check out the Twitch channel, the store, everything else in between that is Sports. Interact with us on Twitter, too, because you know we're a bunch of sports fans that like to just go back and forth with each other. It's great. Alan Nahigian here. One-man show as far as the hosts are concerned. No Tom Powder Cadmus tonight. Last minute call out. That's okay. Matty Kiwoom not here tonight. Had some stuff he had to do. But I was fortunate enough to hook up with a guy now that basically he's a friend of the show. He's a friend now. He's a good friend of ours. It's NFL journalist, NFL reporter, Bobby Thompson. You've probably seen his blogs and articles about the Buccaneers, the Patriots, and Bobby's a blue check mark. So if he gives you a source and he gives you something, it's legit. Bobby, welcome back. Good to see you again. How are you doing? Thanks, man. Uh, I love that introduction. That was awesome. Uh, I'm happy to be back. It's been a while, but always a pleasure to talk to you. My always, man. A, always a pleasure, good sir. Now, if I hide my name on the screen, will you know my name? Yeah, well. Okay, just I'm just checking. I'm just making sure. Listen, of course I will. Okay, all right. We do interact on Twitter a good amount too, with the questions and everything else. So I, I appreciate it and respect it. So, of course I will, man. My guy, but Bobby's here tonight. Obviously, big Patriots fan, and a lot has been going on in the NFL free agency market. It's only been a couple of days, but it's felt like a couple of weeks, and that translates to a couple of months. <laughs> so we're gonna get into right. that. Bobby's also a Yankees fan. Cue the booze right now. Boo. So we're going to talk about some MLB free agency stuff that's going on between the Red Sox and the Yankees. But before we do all that, of course, we have to give a shout out to our good friends over at Shocked Energy. Bobby, have you ever felt that you're unable to focus, you're tired, or you're just low on energy? Every day. <laughs> Every day. Well, that's what happens when you're reporting all these big signings and everything and giving credit when credit's right. due. Respectable. Of course. Integ- integrity move by you. We understand that feeling so well. That the Legends Lingo podcast is brought to you by the Couch Guy Sports Network, obviously, and sponsored by our friends over at Shocked Energy. Shocked Energy is a drink made by podcasters for podcasters. All their flavors come packed with 180 milligrams of caffeine to ensure that no matter what you're doing, your focus will always be razor sharp to keep you performing at the top of your game. Their formulas are designed to specifically give you high energy boosts when you need it the most, while ensuring to avoid the jitters after too much caffeine consumption. Head on over to shockedenergy.com and use the promo code CGSN today for 10% off your order. Check out their green apple flavor as well as their watermelon flavor. Just in general, Bobby, do you like green apple flavored things or watermelon? You know what? I'm a huge candy guy. So you know what? I love the sweetest thing. My favorite is cherry. Okay. But I will tell you that uh, green apple starting, that does uh, interest me. Okay, so Maddie Kiwum, our, our third host on the show, will be very happy with you. Powder and I are watermelon guys. That's okay. We respect it. Don't <laughs> worry, by the way. They ship worldwide. Bobby, give me a random country in the world anywhere. Nicaragua. 
If you live in Nicaragua, guess what? Shocked Energy ships worldwide. So if you're a listener of this podcast, you're in Nicaragua, you can get your Shocked Energy today too. It's worldwide. <laughs> get your Shocked Energy today and let us help you gain back your focus and energy. CGSN for 10% off at shockedenergy.com. Promo code CGSN. Go check it out. All right. Enough talk about energy because we love Shocked Energy, but we want to talk football. That's what you like to do. That's what you do for a living. That's what I like to do in my spare time when I'm not trying to educate the youth. So let's get it, <laughs> let's get it rolling. So the first thing, Bobby, I think we should talk about is this. Mm-hmm. Casey Jackson. Oh. Uh. Yeah. So, and this is funny, folks, because before, before the podcast even started, Bobby and I were just going back and forth, back and forth in a good way because we're just we're excited about free agency. We love football. It's my and favorite it's, time of the year. It's a great time of the year. And especially with MLB free agency also happening at the same time, which we'll get onto later in the show. But JC Jackson, there were rumors for weeks that the Patriots were probably going to let him walk in free agency. They didn't put the uh-huh. franchise tag on him, all this stuff. Well, now we know that the Patriots will be going into 2022 without JC Jackson because Jackson signed a five-year, $82.5 million deal with the Los Angeles Chargers, 40 million of it guaranteed. The one thing I thought was interesting, Bobby, and then I want your take on this. The Patriots tried, according to reports, multiple reports, the Patriots tried to match the salary. But what I think happened was, and I could be wrong on this, I think they offered less years and they offered the less guaranteed money. Yep. That's what I think it came down to at the end of the day, because if they matched the offer with the Chargers, JC probably would have been staying and he probably would have signed with the Patriots. But your reactions on the on the deal as a whole and then get into whatever you want. So floor is yours, sir. Well, well, I will say it's confirmed that the Patriots did offer him. They offered him three years, 51, and they he got five years, 82 and a half, and it could go up to 85. Uh, he's getting 28 mil in 2022. He's getting 40 million in the first two years of his contract. Patriots weren't sniffing that. So look. J.C. Jackson wanted to be paid. If the Patriots, I feel if the Patriots even came close, like I'll give you an example. If they even said, we'll give you 20 mil the first year, I think he's with the Patriots, right? He loved it here. The Patriots, this is a guy who went to the, I don't know if you knew this. Did you know he used to be in the University of Florida? He went to UF, but got kicked out. I didn't know that. So I will tell you this. My very good friend, Steve Houston, uh, he's a lawyer down here, one of my best friends. He went to UF. J.C. Jackson was with the University of Florida. He got into a little bit of uh, trouble with uh, he drove a getaway car for a robbery. Huh. So he, got kick- he got kicked out. He's a he's not a bad person. He's a very good guy. Made a mistake. W- went to uh, University of Maryland, uh, excuse me, Maryland, lit it up. Undrafted with the Patriots 2018 up and coming. You saw what he could do. Right. Mr. Interception. The guy is just a ball. Hard, the, when the ball's in the air. Nine times out of 10, J.C. Jackson's going to pick it off. If God <laughs> himself is throwing a pass, J.C. Jackson will be there to intercept it. Uh, I'm just going to tell you this. He wanted to be paid. I don't. Th- he said he felt disrespected. I think he did in a way by the Patriots that they didn't want. They didn't offer him what he was worth. He wanted uh, 20 mil a year. He obviously he's not getting that. He's getting a lot of money the first two years of his deal, and rightfully so. And I'll tell you this. He loved Los Angeles. I get it. It's a uh, Big market. That defense is stacked with the Chargers now. Yeah. Uh, they were missing that one guy. Him and Asante Samuel Jr. are going to be very good. They were missing that one guy 
Derwin He's James, too. You got him in the fold. Der- Derwin James is Derwin James played master recruiter. He wanted him there. Look at that picture you saw at the Pro Bowl. Yep. You can't tell me he's sitting there. Hey, man, come on over to us. We need you. And right. look, it happened. So I'll tell you, his market was pretty high. You know, the Raiders were in there with uh, Josh McDaniels going there. They were definitely in it. The Chargers were always going to be in it. Uh, I heard the Dolphins were in it as well. I don't understand why the Dolphins have Howard and Byron Jones, but that's besides me. Um, but in terms of this, he just wanted to be paid. And that's what he got. I have no ill will towards J.C. Jackson. I love the guy. I think he's tremendous. Uh, I think his coverage against uh, Stefan Diggs is a bit uh, questionable. Uh, <laughs> That's funny. Nice. You're being yeah. very nice and modest there. But. He's, he's a very, very good corner. He's a team guy. Well, he chose the money, but no one has anything negative to say. He's, he deserves to be paid, and he get, he get paid. I wish him well in his future endeavors. It sucks for the Patriots since now their secondary is went from being Literally two years ago, you were, you do realize the Patriots secondary had Stefan Gilmore and JC Jackson. Yeah. How the hell were you going to throw the ball? You couldn't. No, nope. Now the Patriot, and I can say it this way, the Patriots chose back in the day, you were, and I don't mean to ramble on, forgive no, me. Um, you're, you're good, man. You remember when in 2017, when the 2016, the Patriots had um, uh, Collins Yep, Jamie, uh, Jamie Collins. Collins and Dante Hightower, and they were going to they had to choose between the two. Yeah, and then they traded Collins to Cleveland. Yep, and they chose Dante Hightower. Yep. It was the same thing. Now it looks like they made a mistake because Stefan Gilmore, yeah, they let him go. He's 31 years old. He's going to get paid elsewhere as well. By the way, I would love to see the Patriots just say, you know what, let's bring him back on a one-year deal. I would love it. Same I don't here. think it happens. Yeah. Um, but I will say – uh, now the Patriots secondary, the number one corner is isn't it Jonathan Mills. Jones or oh, Jalen Mills? Even <laughs> well, Jonathan Jonathan Jones is our slot corner. He's our nickel corner. Okay. He's he's there to cover the fast guys. So uh, fair enough. Jalen Mills, listen, I'll tell you guys this. I love him. I think he's really lit it up in our system. He was forced into that number two cornerback role. He's never been in that role. He's usually a guy who comes in. You could plug him in anywhere. His versatility, but he's really played to excessively well for the Patriots in that role. Um, Number one, he's not a number one. The Patriots are going to have to figure it out. But I think what they're trying to do is they got a lot of holes to fill on this team and cornerbacks, one of them. No, for sure. And you know what? I think you hit the nail on the head because you think about the corners that you have, the two corners that you have going into 22, you have Jonathan Jones, who you just said is your slot corner and you have Jalen Mills. You need to go out now, whether it's via the draft or via free agency. There was the kid from Kansas City, Charvarius West or whatever. He's gone. Travarius Ward, yeah. Or Travarius Ward, yeah. I don't know why I said West, but Travarius Ward. A- I would have liked for the Patriots to get him maybe gone. See you later. And honestly, Bobby, right now, the way that it's looking like, it looks like the Patriots might wait until they're in the draft to be able to actually replace J.C. Jackson. Now, you can't replace J.C. Jackson, but you can try to – Fill up as many guys as you can to try to make up for it. Almost like a two and one, three and one type of thing. But I don't know what's going to happen now. But you know what? JC Jackson, he wasn't going to be a part of this team next year. Everybody knew that. Everybody knew he was going to get paid. Now with that Chargers defense with Derwin James, Asante Samuel Jr. And don't forget that D-line now, especially with obviously Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack, who they traded for last week. Like that team is going to be scary, especially if Justin Herbert takes another step. And everything else, but we're not a Chargers podcast. 
for Boston Sports Podcast. We're going to keep it rolling with the Patriots. But here's the thing, too. And I wrote a blog about this on Couch Guy Sports. Shameless plug. Go check that article out. What is your plan now that JC's officially gone? What is your plan? What is Bill Belichick going to say? And what's he going to do to be like, you know what? This is something we got to fill. We got to fill it quickly. So how are we going to do it? And I really, and I really believe just one second, then, then definitely I want to hear what you have to say. I really think he's relying on the draft. Yeah. I, you know what? I, I think he will look to go into the draft. Um, There's still a bunch of really, really good cornerbacks out there. Um, One of them is, I don't know if you've ever heard of this guy's name's Darius Williams from the Rams. Yep. I've heard of him. He's, He's very, very good. I like him a lot. And the thing is with um, with that is Darius Williams. And I have, um, if you ever need to look at like free agents or cap space and anything, I always recommend SpotTrack. Yeah, I, I, I love SpotTrack. It's awesome. I'm actually on it right now. And I'll look right now at the cornerback position. Uh, who's still available? I'll read it off to you. Please. Um, so Stefan Gilmore is still available. Yep. Um, Joe Hayden's still out there. Okay. Kyle, Kyle Fuller. I don't know how he's still free. Um, that's a name that the Patriots have been linked yep. to in the past too. Yeah. Yeah. That's one to watch. Patrick Peterson is still out there. Janoris Jenkins just got cut. Yeah. Bryce Callahan's a name to watch. Jason Verrett. Uh, Jason Verrett's a guy, you know, he gets injured too much. See what happens. Um, Xavier Rhodes, if you want to, but for me, I'm a really, really, really big fan. You know, here's another under the radar type of corner. Uh, Dante Jackson, if you remember yeah, him. Yeah, I do. Wasn't he with very, um? Was he with Jacksonville or was he with uh, the Rams? He's with the Panthers. Dante Jackson. Panthers? Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's, okay. So I will tell you this right now. Uh, this website gives you market value. So Darius Williams is uh. A, looking for a lot of money. He's looking for like 14.6 mil a year. Uh, he's 29 years old. He's been in the league four years, but he's very, very, very good. I like him a lot. Came from the Ravens. Um, I, I think he really has potential. He really does. And um, other than that, I do think um, in terms of corners for the Patriots, for me, Darius Williams, I really, really like. Uh, I would even take a stab at Kyle Fuller. And why not? You know what? Why not flex try to get Joe Hayden, see what he could do, um, even though uh, with his age. But other than that, it's it's really, really kind of weak. The, no, uh, I, I might take a flyer on Hayden for like a one or two year deal. I would take a flyer on him. Why not? Yeah, yeah. You know what? I think, um, why? yeah, you know what? You have nothing to lose. I would uh, really look into that. You know, I just think the Patriots just really need to figure it out. I would even take Dante – uh, Jackson, really. I think he's been under the radar. Um, yeah, uh, Eli Apple, stay away from him. Yeah, uh, no, no, thanks. I'm good with him. I'm good. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, I think that the Patriots just really, really need to uh, figure things out. I even like uh, Casey Hayward. He's another one to watch. Okay. Out for. Yep. I remember, I know the name Casey Hayward. Okay. Yeah. He's pretty sure Pittsburgh, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, Pittsburgh. He was with uh, Vegas last year. That, okay, that makes sense. Yep. He's been with a few people. Okay. So let's let's shift gears because now we know JC's gone. The corner position's a mess right now. Mm-hmm. The offensive line's a mess. I mean, this is something that we'll just mention because I really want to get to this next topic. Shaq Mason traded today to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in exchange for a fifth-round pick. 
Bobby right. and I were talking before the show started. Fourth round pick would have been nice. Fifth round pick, meh, it is what it is. But the real position I want to talk about, Bobby, and I'm sure you know where I'm going with this, wide receiver. Uh-huh. We need to talk about it because there are still some top wide receivers on the board, but you think about some of these deals that have gone down. And the one that stands out to me that just is ludicrous is the Christian Kirk deal going to Jacksonville four years, 68 million for Christian Kirk. Like, yeah, he was, he was decent in Arizona, but like Jacksonville, I understand they had a lot of cap space. I think they were top, at least top five in terms of most cap space going into this off season. So I get it. They want to retool and everything. I, that's great. Mm -hmm. I felt like that might've been a little bit of an overspend, but the reason I'm mentioning this is because you take a look now and there's a big name that's out there and it's Allen Robinson. He's Mm -hmm. still out there after two days of free agency, just about two days. Now, granted, after we record, he could get signed in the nighttime, but let's assume he doesn't sign tonight Mm -hmm. as we're recording on Tuesday, March 15th. So my phone just went down. That's why you hear that little bump. So <laughs> Liam, if you can edit that, that'd be great. But anyways, if Alan Robinson's still out there, a lot of the talk, Bobby, and I know you're a reporter and everything else, you've, you've heard the rumblings and you've written about it and you've talked about it. The Patriots need a number one receiver. I don't care how many times you want to try to refigure that statement. They need it. Like you think of all these good teams, Cincinnati with Jamar Chase, the Rams with Cooper Cup. Like in your own division, Buffalo Bills with Stephon Diggs, who you could have had when it was down to you and the Bills. You could have had Diggs if you just went a little harder. But, yep. it, it, you know, I digress. Now you need a number one wide receiver. Mm-hmm. You have Hunter Henry, who played pretty well last year. You have Jonu Smith, who in year two, going to probably make some adjustments. That right. backfield, you have Damian Harris, who looks like every year he's going to be getting better and better and better. Ramondre think, Stevenson. Ramondre Stevenson going into his second year. You just re-signed James White to a two-year, $5 million contract. So he's back in the fold as your pass-catching right. running back. You yep. have Kendrick Bourne, who we talked about. You have Jacoby Myers, who's going to be back in the fold. All you need is that number one receiver to create separation, to go get a big third down catch if you need it. Allen Robinson's your guy. He's disgruntled in Chicago. He doesn't want to be in Chicago anymore. He wants to go to a contender. Why would you not want to go with a young quarterback and arguably the best head coach in NFL history? Well, I think it comes down to dollar signs. And I think that's, but here's the thing. Um, I actually talked to Allen Robinson last year. I actually got to interview him. I was in an interview. Um, Really, really great guy. Humble brag, but we love that. Uh, he, uh, well, I'll have to pull that up. One thing I asked him is what he wants in um, free agency last year. And he told me he just wants to winning is the most important thing. And I mean, that, and he even said it sounds cliche, but that's something that he really wants. He just wants to go out and win. I think he wants to go to a contender. Um, I think he understands, you know, in terms of the Patriots, listen, they're in it. They're really doing extensive work. They liked him last year. They did. The year before that, they liked him again. They've always had an affiliation with Allen Robinson. He's a very, very good player. Yes. Down year with the Chicago Bears the past two seasons. Um, I think he works his ass. Forgive me, his ass off. I think he. You could could swear on this podcast. you've, You've seen this guy really 
light up the league. He he's very consistent. He can, he plays outside. You can line him up a lot anywhere. Uh, he's not the fastest, but he can, he's got great hands, runs great routes. I love him a lot. And, you know, looking at him, you know, he, what he wants, he's going to really, really want a lot of money. I mean, he's looking at that Kirk deal last year. He was playing on a franchise tag that paid him $17.8 million. So got to figure he's going to want something in that vicinity, but I think he's got to understand that, you know, some teams right now might not want to pay that because, Hey, look, there's some great receivers in the draft. If you need a receiver, if you need wide receiver, uh, you came to the right place in the draft because you're going to get a, you're going to get studs in every round, oh, just yeah. like a few years ago. So I think he understands that. And I, I do think he ultimately ends up taking less. Uh, I'll be shocked if he doesn't. Uh, the fact that it's day two of the legal tampering period, because tomorrow starts the official NFL league le- uh, year. Right. But to me, it really uh, doesn't, you know, man, it, seems to me like the fact that he's still on there is just eye-opening, you know, looking at these receipt, this uh, list of receivers that are still available right now. Jarvis Landry was released. We'll see what happens with him. Will Fuller is nothing to brag about. T.Y. Hilton's a free agent. He's 32. He can still play. Juju Smith-Schuster, 25 years old. Juju! He's still out, he's still out there. A.J. Green's a free agent. Sammy Watkins a free agent. Again, Zach Paschal, uh, Rashard Higgins from the – um. From the Browns, I don't think he's going back there with Amari uh, Cooper there now. Byron Pringle is a guy to watch out for. Um, even Odell Beckham said he was going to go back to the Rams. You haven't heard anything with that lately, so we have to right. see what happens with that. The Chiefs have a wide receiver on the market again, uh, Demarcus Robinson, who I think is pretty good. Uh, and he's another under-the-rated, uh, excuse me, radar sign. Uh, Marquez Valdez-Scanling still out there. But how about this? How about Hit this? Hit me. How about a guy under the radar, James Washington from the Steelers? That's something to, uh, you know, I know it's a bit unorthodox, but, you know, he's been cast out in, um, excuse me, in Pittsburgh because of Juju and because of Deontay Johnson and also because of uh, Chase Claypool. So keeping an eye on that. And he's really young, too. He's only, uh, let's see here, he is only 25 years old. So, I mean, you got to look at youth here and everything like that. But, you know, you're looking at all these receivers and everything. But the Patriots will have their uh, pick. They're just going to have to see uh, what the money's going to be. I know after Allen Robinson signs, you'll see a lot more receivers fall off the board for sure. I mean, you have to think that, right? Because Robinson, I mean, just quick, agree or disagree with me on this, Robbie. Or Robbie, uh, Bobby, sorry, my bad. It's, I don't know a, it's, all, Bobby. it's all good. My it's bad, all dude. good. But it's all agree, good. agree or disagree. This is why I said Robbie Robinson is a top free agent wide receiver uh-huh. in an overall weaker free agency class. Yeah. hundred percent. Okay. Uh, so, so right. So with that, right. You think about this. So Alan Robinson is probably going to get a good deal. And if it's not with the Patriots, I don't know who they're going to get, but if they don't get free agents, if they don't get a free agent receiver, they really think that a guy in the draft, like Drake London from USC, who will probably be gone in the top 10. They're, they're not going to get him. But you could go after Chris Olav from Ohio State, Jameson uh, Williams from Alabama. John the third from Alabama could be a day two guy that the Patriots want to go out and get. My whole point is, is that if Belichick is doing his homework and the front office is doing their homework, 
if they don't, if they think that the, one of these receivers can hit a big like Jamar Chase did for the Bengals this year, then they might say, forget about free agency. We'll wait until the draft and we'll make sure that we get our guy somehow in the draft to develop with Mac Jones. I don't know yeah. what, what else they could be thinking. Uh, I think that's one thing they're looking at too. And also if they do go that route and especially in the first round, they don't have to pay him that much money. Uh, Jamison Williams is a guy who, you know, Alabama knows who uh, Mac Jones is. I don't think they played much, but excuse me. Um, John Menchie, that's a guy who I think is inevitable for the Patriots in the second round. I think if you don't get him in the second round, that's foolish. He is really good. I know he's coming off an ACL, but this guy with Mac Jones and Mac Jones said that, and also Slade Bolden, no one's talking about that. Slade Bolden was that slot, uh, receiver that was Mac Jones best friend in in, uh Alabama and apparently the both of them used to light up the the defense at practice at Alabama I think the Patriots have a lot of options especially to get Mac Jones somebody comfortable uh if the Patriots lost Jacoby Myers I think Slay Bolden was perfect but John Menchie I think the Patriots get him and you'll see John Menchie and Mac Jones lighting it up I do I think if you get John Menchie for Mac Jones with that, that's the trend now. You go out, you have a quarterback, and you get him his best friend, his best favorite pass catcher from college, and they have that connection. That's starting to trend over in the NFL, and I think John Menchie is that is going to be that guy. I mean, Menchie should be the guy, right? He creates separation. He's played with Mac Jones yep. before. They played together. I think it was on the national championship team yes. in 2020. Mm-hmm. So they have chemistry. There's something there. So if you go get a Menchie, you go get a Jameson Williams, or you go get old, uh, Chris Olap. Or there's another guy that everyone's been talking about as a sleeper. I, and even Maddie Keywoom, our, our one of our co-hosts, he's brought him up, brought him up. And forgive me if I if I mess up his name. I think it's Christian Watson or something like that. Uh, repeat that. I'm sorry. No, Christian Watson. Is that his name? Christian. There's Watson? a there's a there's a low key receiver that's really, really good. That my, oh, Christian what? Watson. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now I know so I did get the name right. Okay. Okay. So the point is you have to get one of these receivers. Now, if you really don't want to get a wide receiver in free agency, fine, but you got to do something different. Cause right now, by the way, you're down two offensive linemen. Okay. You just traded away Shaq Mason. He's gone. Okay. That's number one, by the way, nobody talks about this, Bobby. They mm-hmm. lost Joe Tooney last year in free agency too, when he signed with Kansas city. Yep. So that's another guy gone. And right now you have Isaiah Wynn, you have Michael and Wenu, you have, excuse me, David Andrews, you have Justin Heron, and then you still need to re-sign Trent Brown. Like that's another name that nobody's talking about. Resign Trent Brown to get on that offensive line. So at least you have a respectable O-line going into next year. Yeah. And, and uh, you lost Ted Karras, who went to um what's Cincinnati, Cincinnati too. Yep. Yep, he so, and and rightfully so. He he earned that contract. He played well. Oh, absolutely. No, I I agree with that. But before before we do any of that, we need to kick back and relax for a second. We need to unwind, maybe even get a massage if we need to. <laughs> because there's a place, Bobby, where you can get that even without having to leave your house, and that is with our friends over at Exogun. That's called a transition right there, folks, for those that are running at home. Take notes. <laughs> the Legends Lingo Podcast is brought to you by our friends over at Exogun. Have you ever done a workout and feel like you need a massage right after? Well, get the massage without having to leave your house. Don't let pain and soreness slow you down because Exogun revives muscle, boosts circulation, 
and releases energy so you can recover faster and live better. It's portable, adjustable, powerful, and trusted by the pros to deliver the ultimate in recovery experience. Gain back control of your body and achieve long-term pain relief with our friends over at Exogun. Get 10% off with the code CGS10, that's CGS10, at checkout. Exogun comes with a charger and a carrying case. Go get your Exogun today. Treat yourself to a massage at a moment's notice with the promo code CGS10, 10% off at exogun.com. So the last Patriots thing that I wanted to talk about, then we'll get into a little MLB stuff. The linebackers. That's obviously a position. That's putting it mildly. Yeah, very mildly. Yes, agreed. Very much agreed. It's a situation where the Patriots want to get younger at linebacker. They want to get faster. So what have they done so far? Well, they released Kyle Van Noy, older guy, veteran, plays the game very well, but still, you say $5 million in cap space. I loved Van Noy, but I, I understand the move. It is what it is. We talked about that a little bit last week. Today, you traded away Chase Winovich, 2019 third-round pick to the Cleveland Browns in exchange for Mac Wilson. Two Macs mm-hmm. on the team now, M-A-C-K and M-A-C. That's pretty cool. Yep, and from the same place, too. Yep, they both went to Alabama. So, I was listening – I can't believe it. I'm saying this. I was listening to 98.5 The Sports Hub today with Felger and Maz, those two <laughs> wonderful, wonderful people. Oh. To put it to put it mildly. All right. And they were talking about the linebackers. Now, if you don't do any other moves, you know what th- three of their linebackers are going into the regular season, Bobby, without even resigning anybody? Uh, it's Cameron McGrone. Yep, that's one. Let's see, Cameron McGrone. It's that. Is it Tyvee or what? Tyva? No, uh, Therese Hall is one of them. That's I didn't even have one. him, but okay. Uh, let's see here. I know Cameron McGrone. Let's see who else lined. Obviously, Mac here. Wilson because you traded for him. Yeah, so well, cool. Mac. Yeah, Mac Wilson, and then uh, I'm drawing a blank. Oh, Ephraim Jennings. Is that the other one? Is that's that, that's uh, another one, but that's not even the one I was thinking. You ready for this? This is a name we all forgot about because he got hurt in camp. Raquan McMillan. Oh, I, you know, I keep forgetting about him. Uh, you're not, you're probably think, not the only I, I will, I will tell you this. I think he's going to be good. I really yeah, do. I had high hopes for him in camp. He was having, I went to some of the training camp sessions last year. He no, I heard, I, I heard he looked and he's fast too. So he's, yep. uh, so the Patriot, I, I think we could both agree that Jawan Bentley is, I'll be shocked if he comes back. Yeah, I will. Uh, too. Um, Dante Hightower, if he comes back, you might want to change his position to a pass rusher, not linebacker. Yeah, he's getting uh, older. Yeah, that, you that need, makes we sense. need to we need speed because if you saw that uh playoff game against the Bills, that honestly I never want to see again. I ne- there, I was ne- I've never been embarrassed more than that game when eight possessions or nine possessions they score on every one of them. It's uh, disgusting. Yeah, um, we need speed on defense, and now we're going to need co- uh, corners to try to cover. It's yeah. it's just I feel like we're taking step backwards instead of forward, um, but. The Patriots linebacking core really needs some help. Mac Mac Wilson plays special teams. He could play. He could. He's got some speed. He's a bit uh, smaller than what the Patriots linebackers are used to. They want to have guys that could stop the run and everything, but they need guys who are fast enough to cover receivers out there in the flat. That's that's the game, name of the game now, and also could tackle in open space against guys like Josh Allen. But for right. me. I think the Patriots lost a huge uh, guy they could have gotten in Devondre Campbell. Obviously, they weren't going to pay 50 mil over five for him. I understand that. But this year in the draft, I'll tell you this. If, if Devin Lloyd falls to at least 
13 or 14, you make that call and you trade up and go get that boy. Because yeah, that, I that's think a name I've heard. I've, I've heard I've, Devin Lloyd is a guy who could change your defense, and I want that guy. That's who. That's I'm. Go, I'm going to the draft this year. I'll be covering the draft. I'm credentialed by the NFL to go cover the draft, and I will tell you this: I will be there, and I will if that happens, I'll be the happiest person and you'll be the first person I message to if that happens. But I, I, I was going to say, do I get like, if you get a plus one and it's not your wife, do I get that plus one? Well, I'll tell you this. I'm actually, um, well, I'm going with my uh, buddy who we do have a podcast with. So, uh, okay. No, that's fair. That's understandable. But I'll but... tell you that. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you next year. Uh, my plus one, you're, you're in there. Probably. Let's go. All right. I'll take yeah. personal time off now. I love that Bobby. Let's there go. You go. Let's but, do it. but anyways, yeah, I mean, this is a guy. So tell me a little bit about Devin Lloyd because this is a guy that I've seen on social media. A lot of people have talked about him. I don't know much about him personally because I don't follow the college game. Why is right. Devin Lloyd a guy that you think can transcend this Patriots defense? Oh, because of his what he brings, his verse, um, his speed at linebacker, uh, his great coverage skills. He could tackle. He does a very good job. He could blitz, do it, do it all. But – I think his athleticism is something the Patriots haven't seen before. I know we talk about athleticism and linebackers look at Jamie Collins, but Jamie Collins speed doesn't match this guy. This guy is fast. He will fly. So Josh Allen's in the flat. You need somebody like that. It's him. Uh, especially in the red zone. I was watching at the uh, senior bowl this year. Devin Lloyd was putting on a highlight reel. That's where he really made a name for himself. Right. Is the senior bowl. He was when he was in coverage. This guy was batting down passes, uh, intercepting passes. He looked really, really good, and I'm really excited for this guy. I don't think he gets to the Patriots, but if they have a chance to trade up, go get him. Okay, there's your Devin Lloyd report from Bobby Thompson. Definitely, I will tell you this: anybody who can, especially you too, as well, uh, go watch some tape on Devin Lloyd, and after it, tell me what you think. We'll exchange numbers after, then I'll text you and be like, wow, this dude's a stud. Oh, yeah. Sounds good to me, bro. (laughs) We'll make sure that it gets done. But, all right, so let me leave you with this one question as far as the Patriots go. Then we'll talk a little MLB before we get out of here for the night. If the Patriots make one move, obviously they have a couple different positions they got to fill. O-line, corner, linebacker could definitely help and wide receiver. Which move do you want to see them fulfill the role of during free agency? Which position? Free agency, I want a uh, receiver. And you want Robinson? Uh, yes, I do. Or Juju Smith-Schuster. We're, we, we literally think the same because I'm in the same exact boat. If you don't get Allen Robinson, go get Juju. He's 25 yeah. years old. He's not going to want to stay in Pittsburgh and have Mitch Trubisky throw him the ball. Now, Trubisky, no. he's not terrible. I think Matt Nagy really ruined him in Chicago. So I agree. Now, so now he's going to prove why he needed to get out of Chicago to be effective. Cause don't forget 2018, he led Chicago to the playoffs and they were a double doink away from advancing to, I think the NFC <laughs> championship game. They, they were pretty, uh, I think they were going to the divisional round game. If I'm not mistaken, I think oh, it was a was wild it, card game. It wasn't. Oh, it was the wild card. Yeah. Game. The right. double, yeah. it was a double. Yeah. The double, the double doink, doink yep. Cody Parkey. Oh, that's a, that's a like, classic that's a video. If I've ever seen, if I've ever seen quite the, uh, the gut punch. Oh, that's putting it mildly. Oh, man. But anyways, we've talked enough football. Bobby's also a baseball guy, so we're going to talk a little baseball right now. So before we do that, just real quick, I don't have the ad read in front of me because usually this is Powder's thing, but shout out to our friends at A&B Kitchen and Bar in Boston. They have several locations in the North Shore and in downtown Boston. 
right by the TD Garden. So please make sure that you go check them out. They have great food, great owners, bunch of TVs. It's like you're hanging out at the game. Like if you don't have tickets to the game, you can go there and hang out and have the atmosphere of being like you're in the garden for Bruins or Celtics game or for a concert. So go check it out. A&B Kitchen and Bar, we love you. Thank you for being a sponsor of our podcast. All right, baseball. This is where Bobby and I become enemies for the next uh, about five, ten minutes. So for those that forget, Bobby's a Yankee fan. Obviously, I'm a Red Sox fan. We're Red Sox fans. So I will ask you this. As a Yankee guy, who is the one impact player that you think the Yankees should be going out and getting right now, whether it's pitching, infield, outfield, relief, starter, whatever you think? Who's the one guy that you think that the Yankees absolutely have to get? Freddie Freeman. I can't stand uh, you. Uh, listen. Listen, I will tell you this. I don't think the Red Sox are really in it. I think that's nonsense. Oh, I think that's, don't, don't get started uh, with that. Oh, listen, listen. Out of nowhere, they just come into it like that. I think, and, you know, you got to take what John Heyman says with a grain of salt sometimes. But, uh, you know, he did say it's between the, Do- the Dodgers, literally. The Dodgers are just lurking in the weeds. I always say this. In L.A., uh, money grows on trees out there because they just are able to do all this stuff in, in every sport. Um the thing is with Freddie Freeman, I think the first off the Braves, what they did to him, that disrespect after oh, he helps him, it's awful. disgusting. You go out and trade for uh, Matt Olson, who's a tremendous player, and then you give him a uh, come. How much uh, you're going to slap Freddie Freeman in the face after he's been the face of your franchise for years? Come on. Did this you is, see the Did you see the report about what happened with Freeman that he didn't even know about the trade or it was coming? I didn't even hear that, but I'm not surprised. And then yeah, he said, they, they he said he's tired know. of be, he's tired of being disrespected. And I agree. Uh, I will tell you this: the Yankees really, really need help at first base. They need a left-handed batter, and why not get arguably one of, if not the best, left-handed batter in the league? And literally, Yankee Stadium with that le- that swing. Come on, it's a match because made in you heaven. because you guys get everybody good. You guys just go out, you throw money like it's water. And you just not don't anymore. get everybody. Not anymore. The di- George Steinbrenner, God rest his soul, is not here anymore. His, wait, his a minute. Children, you, wait a minute. You went out and got Joey Gallo and Anthony Rizzo last year at the deadline. So what? That, I mean, so it, what? You were trying to upgrade to win a championship. I get it, but it didn't do anything. I like Joey Gallo a lot, but the guy's, a, uh, he's home run or bust. Let's be honest here. I think you, I like. You're a professional softball team. Just admit it. You love hitting home runs. That's what you are. That's the hey we're we're called the Bronx Bombers for a reason. I mean, <laughs> uh, the thing is, the, the listen, Anthony Rizzo, I love him. I think I, if we don't get Anthony Rizzo, I, I'm sorry, forgive me. If we don't get Freddie Freeman, Anthony Rizzo will come right on back. It's okay. Um, but to me, I think it's um, you can't have enough pitching, but Freddie Freeman's number one priority right now. Okay, so here here's the thing. You also have, don't forget, you have Joey Gallo that if you want to stick at first base with his two over 200 strikeouts a year, you, you can have him, no problem. But here's the thing. From a Red Sox perspective, okay, mm-hmm. they have they have the same problem. They have a first baseman. Bobby Dahlbeck is not your answer long-term at first base. I don't care about all these analytics, everything else. He was good in the second half, but he's a guy that strikes out so much I can't take it. He's literally, he's similar to Joey Gallo in the fact that he strikes out a ton. But the thing with Dahlbeck is he has value. He's still young enough where he still can make an impact elsewhere. Mm-hmm. So if you're the Red Sox and you have the chance to spend money, by the way, high and bloom 
loves Freddie Freeman. That's what a couple of reports have come out and said. He really, really likes Freddie Freeman. That's why they're in on it now. So why not? If you're going to make a splash and you're not concerned about the, the tax threshold or anything else, getting up, that luxury tax, this is the guy. You go in there and your infield is Freeman, say Christian Arroyo, which isn't great, but still, it's okay. Bogarts, Devers, Vasquez behind the dish. Then your outfield, you have Verdugo in left and Kike in center. Jackie Bradley is a, is a joke of a hitter. I, I'm not afraid to admit that. I cannot stand Jackie Bradley. I hated that they got Jackie Bradley back. Couldn't I, Great outfielder, but he can't hit for anything. Right. You, ha- you have that. You added to your bullpen with a couple guys that are under the radar. You're starting, you're starting pitching is good with Sale and Evaldi and those guys. So if you can just get that first baseman, a guy that's a World Series champion, has been an MVP before, and is a left-handed hitter, smoking balls off Fenway, in left field and hitting home runs to right field, I'll take it. Yeah, the Red Sox, you know, they really need um, a few more pieces. I, I I will tell you this. I do really like um, – I like Rafael Devers, of course. I think J.D. Martinez is still very, very good. Uh, I want right. to see how Chris Sale bounces back this year. I want to see uh, what he's all about. But uh, in terms of the Red Sox, you know, you guys lurk in the weeds. Last year in the playoffs – in that one game playoff, uh, you guys just lit up Garrett Cole. I mean, <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, it. It's the truth. You guys just lit him up. And you know yeah. what? I was at Yankees uh, practice today and I watched Garrett Cole and he's just locked in. I think he's pissed off about that. That's why I love. <laughs> I always say I say Garrett Cole has that Tom Brady, uh, Michael Jordan like mentality. He's a very he's never satisfied. He could win. He could and throw a complete game to it, shutouts, and strike out 20 batters. And what he'll talk about at the press conference will be like, oh, yeah, did you see that hit? I, those two hits I let up? That, no, nah, no, nah, unacceptable. That, or, or he'll um, talk about how he, uh, his one str- pitch didn't get to where he wanted it to right. go, but he still got the strikeout. He's like, yeah, I'm not happy with that strikeout. I, I wanted it to go uh, inside and it went, to, and it went low. So I'm, that's just the way it is. I love that guy. No, for sure. And, and this is what I'll say about Garrett Cole. When Garrett Cole is on, he has some of the best stuff in the MLB, and that's not a joke. When you can hit triple digits with your fastball and you have the off-speed to match it, that is just deadly and breaking all the time, like, I'll take it. Like, that's right. that, that's a guy that you want as a number one in your rotation. Right Now, last year, when you get behind in a hole like you did, where Bogarts goes deep in the bottom of the first inning, then it kind of just sets the tone for the rest of the game. I'll tell you what, and I'll throw this out there. If the Red Sox can't get Freddie Freeman, which I don't think they're going to get, then they need to re-sign Kyle Schwarber and make him into a first baseman because that guy can hit leadoff for you. He can hit in the middle of your lineup. He was getting better at first base as time went on. So you're probably not going to get Freddie Freeman. I'm aware of that. But you need to get Kyle Schwarber back because if he goes to the Jays, that's going to be a nightmare for you and for me. Because especially with that lineup already, with Vladdy Jr. and Bichette and Springer and all those boys down there, I'm trying. I'm trying not to really think about that. That scares me. Yeah, it's it's frightening. It's more frightening than the Patriots being quiet in free agency. <laughs> it's it's pretty quiet. I but, don't think anything's more for, more scarce than that. That's true. So it, it is going to be interesting to see what the Red Sox and the Yankees do in this free agency period because you think about it, they're in spring training now. The, the deal is good to go. We're going to be playing all 162. And these free agents, like the season starts, if I'm looking at it correctly, it looks like the season starts 
in a little less than three, like three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. It's around there. Yeah. So if you want to, like, if you're these free agents, like there's still a lot of good names out there. Freeman and Trevor story and Carlos Correa. Like there are names out there. So you got to sign and you got to get going with this. So I don't know what's going to happen. It's going to be very interesting to see the next couple of weeks, what happens, but it's going to be another fun season. And especially with our division, you got the Rays and the, that are still good and the Jays that are up and coming. You still got the Orioles that are the, the seller dwellers, but it's going to be a good four-team race in the AL East this year. Right. Yeah, it definitely is. It's going to be fun to watch for sure. I'm um, just hoping that the Yankees could bounce back. We'll see what happens. But the Yankees open up against the Red Sox this year. Oh, that'll be fun. In Yankee Stadium, too. That's going to be the Evaldi versus uh, Garrett Cole opening day matchup. That's going to be fun. Oh, yeah, it definitely is. Can't wait to watch that. Oh, I'm, I'm going to be – if I have to, like, sneak out of my classroom to watch it, if I'm on a, a study hall or whatever, I'm going to watch it. I don't care. How, how could you not, my friend? Exactly. All right, Bobby, we appreciate your time. We're going to wrap things up here. Make sure, again, follow everything on couchguysports.com. Make sure to interact with everybody. Bobby, throw your socials out really quick for the people so they can get your hard-hitting NFL and MLB and all of the sports takes. So everyone can follow me on Twitter at bthompson 81 uh, My Instagram is bobbythompson81. Uh, I consider myself a free agent now, so, I, uh, so I'm all over the place. We'll, we'll get him to couch guy somehow. We'll throw out a, a seven-figure hey, deal. To do hey, it. hey, 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 I'm, I'm out there, man. I'm excited. So, <laughs> hey, I'm, I, listen, you know, right after this, we'll talk. We'll talk. Oh, we'll definitely talk. But for everybody at Legends Lingo Podcast, obviously Tom Powdercat, Mr. Matty Keewen, we appreciate you guys that are here. Bobby Thompson filled in as our main co-host. I'm your host, Alan Hegan. Thank you for listening to episode 164. We'll see you next week for episode 165. Absolutely, my man.